Namo Buddhaya. Welcome back to Monks in the Morning from Kalambo Dhamma Friends of Mahameonawa. I'm so glad that you're joining us today so we can spend time together now as Kalyanamitta, good spiritual friends. Do you know what a stream enterer is? In the Buddha's teachings, we say that someone has entered the stream when they have a deep understanding of the Dhamma and the Four Noble Truths in a way that cleans the mind in a special way. The thought that our body is really who we are gets removed from the mind completely. Any doubts we have in the Buddha's teachings are removed from the mind completely, and wrong ideas about actions and their results are removed from the mind completely. Once they're removed from the mind in this way, they can never come back. And this means that this kind of person, a stream enterer, can't be reborn in the bad worlds and can only be reborn as a human or a god. And most importantly, it means that person will attain Nibbana within seven lifetimes, guaranteed. So what do you think? Is this something valuable? Today, we'll learn about a child, maybe like us, who didn't really know what's valuable and what's not. Now let's take the refuges and the precepts. Sadhu, sadhu, sadhu. Namo tasse bhagavato arehato. Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Namo tasse bhagavato arehato Samma sambuddhase Buddhang saranang gachami Dhammang saranang gachami Sanghang saranang gachami Dutiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dutiyampi dhammang saranang gachami Dutiyampi sanghang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi buddhang saranang gachami Dhatiyampi dhammang saranang Gachami Tatiyampi Sanghang Saranang Gachami Sadhu 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 Say after me, I observe the precept of Abstaining from killing beings. I observe the precept of 
abstaining from stealing i observe the precept of abstaining from sexual misconduct i observe the precept of abstaining from telling lies i observe the precept of abstaining from taking intoxicating drinks and drugs with the refuge of the noble triple gem i observe these precepts for happiness in this life for rebirth in heaven to escape from the sufferings of sansara may it help me may it be a blessing sadhu 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 namo buddhaya today i was talking with one of the other monks and he reminded me of a very important story something that happened in the time of the supreme buddha so i think maybe you know who anatta pindika is he was the chief male disciple for donating to the buddha and to his sangha he loved to give every single day he loved to go every day that the supreme buddha was in savati and listen to him preach he was very humble he was very respectful and he had huge shraddha in the supreme buddha's enlightenment but he had a son named kala and this son wasn't interested in any of those things even when the supreme buddha came to kala's house you know anatta pindika's house he didn't even come downstairs he he didn't have to work to give his father would have given him food that he could serve but he wasn't interested in doing any of those things let alone going to the monastery and listening to a sermon and the other thing was this uh, son kala wasn't very obedient his father anantapindika would ask him to do things but he wouldn't do them so anantapindika started to think you know my poor son if he keeps doing the things that he's doing he may even be reborn in hell and how terrible will that be for him and even for me i'll be so embarrassed that my own son even though i'm so close to the supreme buddha my own son didn't take this chance to practice so anatta pindika was very clever he had an idea he thought okay in this whole world there's no one 
that you can't catch by giving a gift. And if you give the right gift to the right person, you can get them on your side. You can get them to help you. So Anathapindika had this idea, and he went to his son, and he said, Son, tomorrow is the Uposata. If you go to the monastery and listen to the Supreme Buddha preach, I will give you a hundred gold coins. And Kala said, Really? You'd give me a hundred gold coins? Are you sure? Anathapindika said, Yes. A third time. <laughs> Kala made him promise, yes, I will give you a hundred coins if you go and spend the Uposita at the monastery. So, of course, Kala wanted to get the money, so the next day he went ahead and put on white clothes, and he went to the monastery where the Supreme Buddha was. He saw the Supreme Buddha preaching, but he thought, eh, I don't care about that. I said that I would come, and I came. Let me go find some place to relax. So he found a quiet spot in the monastery and he laid down to sleep. Maybe you've even seen that. People that go to the monastery and then they sleep. So the next day, Kala came back home and his father was very excited to see him. Couldn't believe that his son had spent the whole night at the monastery. And so he asked his son, well, what did you learn? And his son said, Nothing. <laughs> I didn't learn anything. And this made Anantapindika very sad, but he knew that his son hadn't eaten since the previous day, and so he had food given to his son. But this Kala, he said, No, I'm not going to eat until I see those hundred gold coins. And even though his father begged him to eat, Kala kept saying, Nope, you promised me a hundred gold coins. You give me the money, and then I'll eat. Anathapindika gave him the hundred gold coins, just like he promised, and then Kala ate. Anathapindika's plan didn't quite work, did it? Now, it's true, sometimes we don't feel like learning the Dhamma. Sometimes we don't feel like collecting merit. But we do feel like getting money. <laughs> right? We do feel like getting nice things. So we can see this in ourselves too, can't we? So Anantapindika thought, okay, I am going to give him a gift that he can't refuse if he'll just learn some Dhamma. He went to his son and he said, son, if you learn one Dhamma verse, I will give you a thousand gold coins. Well, Kala liked that idea. He thought, a thousand gold coins, I can do a lot with a thousand gold coins. What is it to me to go learn a verse? I'll go and memorize one verse and come back. Very happily, Kala went that very day to see the Supreme Buddha, and as he was standing there, he memorized one verse that the Supreme Buddha preached. Now, the Supreme Buddha understood exactly what was going on, and he understood the nature of Kala's mind very well. Of course, he had seen Kala many times. He knew about this son of Anathapindika, and he wanted to help him. So he thought, how can, I, how can I make him work hard to understand these verses? So after Kala had memorized a single verse, Kala turned around and started to walk out, but using his psychic powers, 
the Supreme Buddha made it so Kala couldn't remember that verse. And Kala realized this, I've lost my verse. Okay, I need to go back. And so he turned around and went back to listen. And as he was listening, he thought, okay, I need to pay attention very carefully to this so I can remember it. So he paid attention very carefully and he memorized a second verse. A second time he turned around to leave and the Buddha hid that verse in Kala's mind. He didn't prevent Kala from attaining enlightenment. He just hid that verse as a method because he knew that when Kala realized that he had lost the second verse as well, he would turn around and work twice as hard to listen to the Dhamma. And that's exactly what happened. Kala turned around, and when he listened to the Dhamma the next time, he paid attention very carefully. He worked very hard to try and understand what the Supreme Buddha was saying. He worked so hard, in fact, that he was able to understand the Four Noble Truths. He was able to see for himself exactly the nature of this samsara and the danger that we have in this samsara. And he attained stream entry. Amazing, isn't it? What can happen when we pay attention very carefully to the Supreme Buddha's Dhamma? Now, did Kala pay attention because he wanted to learn? No. He paid attention because he wanted to get the money. But even though he had that bad motivation, still, he was able to penetrate the Dhamma. He was able to understand the real meaning of the Supreme Buddha's words. So, having attained stream entry, he worshipped the Supreme Buddha. He understood why his father spent so much time taking care of the Supreme Buddha. So, that day when the Supreme Buddha walked into Savati for alms, Kala followed behind him, very respectfully. Now, Anathapindaka was watching, and he saw the Supreme Buddha come into the city, and he saw his son with the Supreme Buddha. He had never seen his son like that before. And so, when the Supreme Buddha sat down, Anathapindaka fed him alms food, and he went to feed his son alms food. He offered the food to his son, and this time, he accepted. Now remember, the day before, did he eat until he had gotten his money? No. He said, give me the money first. But now today, he takes the food and he eats it. Now this whole time, Kala is thinking, I hope my father doesn't give me that money in front of the Supreme Buddha, because then everyone will know that I only came to the monastery to get the money. And he realizes now what a foolish thing that was, that he's gotten something much more valuable than money by learning the Dhamma. But sure enough, Anathapindaka, because he was honest, He went and he got a thousand gold coins and he put them down in front of Kala. Did Kala take the money? No, he didn't even look at it. He acted like it didn't even belong to him. Anathapindika was shocked and he said to the Supreme Buddha, Bhante, today, finally, my son's behavior, it makes me happy. I've never seen him act like this before. And the Supreme Buddha asked, so everyone there could hear, asked, well, what's different? What's special about today? And Anathapintika explained the whole situation. 
And the Supreme Buddha said, Ah, yes, this is true. Now your son has attained stream entry, and he's gotten something so much more valuable than even all those gold coins that you offer to him. So then the Supreme Buddha recited this beautiful verse from the Dhammapada, verse number 178. He said, Better than soul dominance over the earth, going to heaven, or even being king of the entire world, all the worlds, better than all those things is the fruit of stream entry, becoming a sotapanna. It's true, isn't it? These thousand, even the thousand gold coins, are they going to last forever? Are they going to bring Kala happiness forever? No. Eventually, when he spends those coins, he'll be happy, but when the coins run out, no more happiness. But this stream entry, does that run out? No, because stream entry is a quality of the mind that doesn't change. Because the fetters, three of the fetters, have been removed. So it's no longer possible to be reborn in bad destinations. It's no longer possible to take another teacher. It's no longer possible to follow another teaching. And when we're a stream enterer, we're guaranteed to attain enlightenment within seven lifetimes at most. Isn't that more valuable than a thousand gold coins? Now, in this life, we have this chance to listen to the Dhamma. Very rare chance. So, whenever we have the opportunity to listen to the Dhamma, we need to take that chance. Whenever we have the chance to listen to the Dhamma, we need to work very hard, just like Kala did, to try and understand this teaching. And little by little, as we work hard and try and understand, soon we too will penetrate this Dhamma, will understand it, will know how to apply it to our lives, and we can also attain stream entry. Please remember this Sankala, how he became a disciple of the Supreme Buddha. He gave up his bad qualities and developed good qualities. By remembering this boy Kala, by remembering this amazing power of listening to the Dhamma, may we all take this opportunity to listen to the Dhamma, to memorize the Dhamma, to think wisely about the Dhamma. And through the power of this action and through the power of this merit, may we too one day experience the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya. Metta Bhavana. Loving Kindness Meditation. Now we'll train the mind in loving kindness. When we practice this together, it makes it easier to handle difficult situations with the people around us. So, close your eyes and sit quietly. Try not to move so that our minds can become still. Now, listen quietly and think in this way. May I be free from anger. May I be free from ill will. May I be free from jealousy. May I be 
free from mental suffering may i be free from physical suffering may i live in peace may i live happily may all beings in this place be free from
this world be free from anger be free from ill be free from jealousy be free from mental suffering be free from physical suffering may they live in peace may they live happily may all beings be free from anger be free from ill will be free from jealousy be free from mental suffering be free from physical suffering may they live in peace may they live happily live happily live happily We're so happy that you were able to join us today. We hope that you learned something new, and we really hope that you can use what you learned as you go about the rest of your day. Do you remember the name of Anathapindika's son from the story that we learned? His name was Kala. He made an amazing change in his life, didn't he? He went from not respecting the Supreme Buddha at all to becoming a stream enterer. I hope all of us have the chance to make that transformation when we listen carefully to the Dhamma. We shouldn't have to wait for someone to pay us to listen to the Dhamma, should we? We should do it on our own, even without someone asking us to. Then we have the chance to get the same results that Kala did. Now let's share merits. Today, we've done many wholesome actions by body, speech, and mind. We've gone for refuge to the Triple Gem. You've taken the precepts. We've listened to a Dhamma sermon, a story about the sun. We've practiced loving-kindness meditation. All these things help us in this journey of samsara. So when we do good actions, we like others to also be happy thinking about them. So may all heavenly beings, may our teachers, our parents, our relatives, our friends, may they all rejoice in this merit. May they have happy minds remembering these wholesome actions. And may they soon experience the supreme bliss of Nibbana in this Gautama Buddha's dispensation. Sad, sad, sad. Namo Buddhaya.